listening to Jam Squared. 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 Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Jam Squared. Back in the fresh to the building. We back. Are you back to the future or something? Right, you know, something like that, man. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, that's you know. crazy. How does that work, though? How are you back from the future? It's a little spooky thing, but you know, mm. you just have to go back to the future. It's <laughs> simple as that, man. You just go back to the future. <laughs> back, no, 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 not back from the past, but back to the future. Back to the future. Mm. So good, brother. You look happy today, bro. Hey. I'm happy to say it. Every day we're happy. Every day we're happy. Not Pharrell, not the Pharrell type of happy, you know, you know. Not the what? You don't know Pharrell, the song, Because I'm Happy. Oh, yeah, that song. I heard it. Yeah. I'm surprised you've heard that song. Look at Joyce making progress because Joyce does not know any songs, you know. <laughs> nah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know nah. Pharrell, I know. Nah, but you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Honestly, mm. these, these days, I've just woke, woke up with just some strength. And it's just like even though I'm waking up earlier, I'm going to the gym. I even tell you, fam. Back, back, back in the Man's gym. Man's up. Back, back in the gym, and it's crazy, especially when you go early in the morning. Yeah. And you start your day off in the gym. Yeah. It's just, it's just a good feeling. Mm. You know what I mean? Good and God. you 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 look at the progress and how it affects your mind, clearing your mind. Yeah. Because you know you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with some dirty people throughout the whole day, <laughs> for real. And they're gonna get on your nerves, but. You know, you have some strength. You have your mind cleared. Mm. You feel better about yourself. Yeah. Sometimes even the pain, it's like a good pain, you know, because you're yeah, making yeah, yeah. progress. You know mm. that you're you're getting some things in order. Yeah. So, yes, that, that's what I got right now. But, you know, we, we already, we're blessed. We're never stressed. Never stressed. Yeah. You know. What about you, though? You're good? I'm blessed, brother. I'm we love blessed. It. We, I'm love blessed. It. we love it. We love it. We love it. Just doing what I got to do. That's it. Living day by day. Day by day, we can't you know. we can't let this world stress us out. Never, huh? We're in this world, but we're not of the world. Of this world, this mm. goes into the topic. It goes into the topic. What eh? are we talking about, bro? That is crazy. That's super crazy, spooky. Nah, that's a that, that's a crazy way to introduce the topic. Still, I, I read, I read I it. You already know. You already know I'm going, brother. Well, yeah, today we're gonna talk about where's Moses. By the way, why is why I don't is even know, fam. Here, like, <laughs> what, is, what are you doing? Where's where's Uncle Flo? Like, <laughs> Tonton. Bad like Flo. Where's Tonton where's Anish? Even Anish, Brad the Bastard. Where where are you guys? I don't right? know where his brother's at. But it's okay. We 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 move regardless. We love them. I mean? Yeah, still love, still love. We love them. Well, yeah. So today we're talking about how does the church is so easily influenced by the culture. Yes. And that's not a good thing. Not at all. Why why do you feel like it's not a good thing? And what what do you fi- define as culture first of all though? I think culture relates I'll say okay, I'll rather say refers to everything of the world mm. that is promoted by people that have views that are not necessarily of the faith the christian faith spooky views so it's it's not so culture is not necessarily a bad thing Mm. right it's just it can become bad if it's against your your christian beliefs right so yeah it's it's gonna be an interesting topic 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So tell me something. How did we get to this topic? Let's do it back. Let's start from the top. So how do we even start talking about the whole topic of culture and how it relates to the church? Mm. Because this is a new year. New year, new <laughs> us. Like, why we focus on, on these type of topics, man? I mean, new year, new us, but same word of God. Hallelujah. So... And we're in the same season or, or now nah, we're in a different season or like well, I mean, it, it depends what you mean by that. Different if, season. If you're in a good season, I mean season of JM Square, brother. What are you talking oh, about? This, oh, we're we're talking about JM Square right now. No? I thought you meant season of life, brother. Okay, okay. the circle of life. Same way. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, we're in the famous season of menace to orthodoxy. You know, menace. Serious menace, man. Menacing. Ah! I'm telling you, it's very spooky. Dangerous. But yeah, so we're we're still in that season of a menace to orthodoxy. Yeah. And why do you feel that if we're talking about orthodoxy, where does it relate with culture? It does a lot. And if be, if, actually, let me give context because you were asking was, you know, how how do you even get there, you know? Yeah, yeah. So me and my bros, you guys know, like on the podcast or outside of the podcast, the chemistry in our conversation are just always flowing. Oh, getting me. I'm telling you, I thank God that we didn't just form this podcast because of a business opportunity nah, or something. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, this nah. is real life. It's 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 brothers. genuine, fam. Yeah, like we can rec- we can run podcasts without even like using any, any mics. Most of our best podcasts were never recorded. They, trust me. So never you guys, you, you guys are missing out. But I'm telling you, you just get it done. You, you just get the, the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than nothing, though. Yeah, yeah, it's better than nothing. So you know, me, me and my broski, you know, we're just there talking in the car. About different things. We're talking about what, like, talking re- about who, man? No, <laughs> no, what were we talking about? We were talking about something else. Yeah, I think we talk about relationships a bit. Yeah, we were. not relationship, but just like the choice making process. Yeah, yeah. And ensuring that you know you're in God's will when choosing a partner, right, 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 right. And I think that led us into how do you kind of define who is right for you? And we went to some other topic regarding the church, right? Yeah. And we're talking about how good memory, bro. I'm so a young man, you know. Memory of an elephant, man. You know, I know about Zimmer, fam. I'm gonna relax a little bit. Of course. So, we're just talking about how, like, in the Christian faith, there are so many different Christian groups with so many different beliefs, Mm. based on clear texts in the Bible that they choose to divide them. Okay. Yeah. Overall context. Yeah. So, such as give examples. Such as give example. We brought up, um, obviously, the topic of women pastors. We have to go back to it. We brought up the topic of head covering. Oh, that's that's a new one though. Uh, it's a it, it's one. a new one, but it, it, it's in a book. <laughs> it's in the book. <laughs> it's been there for two thousand years. It's in the book. Um. What well, what else? What what else did we talk about? We're talking about a, a couple of different ones. We're talking about yeah, having your head covered when you're praying, like men having their head hair, covered. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about that. So we're ta- covered too. I think we even brought up uh, jewelry, certain yeah. things. Yeah, people so wearing jewelry. The the I guess the point of of our conversation wasn't to kind of formulate a clear position as to what is right, what is wrong, mm-hmm. but to point out to the fact that these topics are in scripture. It's just that. The, I guess the biggest evangelical community mm. don't necessarily talk about it. Certain things they talk about more, like the topic of you know female leadership mm. and uh, uh, 
I guess, like spiritual gift, this type of stuff right. that we kind of briefly touched on on some episode. Yeah. But stuff like head covering. So question, why do you feel mm. like these these topics aren't really addressed within the church? No, no, but marriage? see, the thing is, they are, they are addressed. But something like head covering is not addressed. That's what I'm asking. Why do you feel that those topics that might seem to be more minor, why do you feel like they're not addressed? Is it because people don't know it's there or people just ignore it or they have a different interpretation? And I think this is what we're talking about. We're mm-hmm. talking about the fact that many in the evangelical community chooses to ignore that. They ignore. They just close it's their not eyes. like it's in the text. If you read First Corinthians 11, mm-hmm. it's clearly... Very clear. It's clearly taught in the text. Very clear. And I'm not sure in the, on this episode we can go into in-depth. Might have to have like a part two. exegetical, you know, uh, study of the text. You can do a, a, a part one of it just to give at least a, a little context. A, a, a little context to it. But it's we like... Need, we need the context. For me, for, for, for me, this is how I view it. Yeah. The church, not even... This is how I view it. This is just a fact. Mm-hmm. For instance, when it comes to the topic of head covering, the church for 1,000... Man, hundred years. I was even say two thousand years. Mm-hmm. Has normally practiced head covering in church. So when you say unto uh, about two thousand years, so what decade would you say that these changed? If it's historically speaking, I don't have the exact dates. I'm still doing a lot of research and reading about it. Theologian but, slash historian. Whoa, bro. See, one thing it's important people need to understand to understand theology. You also need to understand history. You need to because some things, some to. theological beliefs are fairly new yeah, yeah it's just because our generation we were born into it mm. so we think this is normal christianity yeah no my friend go back a no. hundred years back in history even i would even say 70 years back in history yeah. ask your average christian if they believe a woman can be a pastor mm. the answer will be a redundant no ask your average christian if ask the same question to an average christian in 2023 their answer will be, well, I don't know. It depends. What do you mean it depends? And, or, some will, or some will just say yes. Mm. Some will still say no. But now it's like a topic of controversy. Yes. Before it wasn't even be, 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 Before it wasn't even a question. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like the word of God changed. It's not like the Holy Spirit changed. It's not like the scriptural interpretation has somehow became more relevant today than it was before. Mm. But why is it that now? We're now more loose on the text, and what I find so interesting very interesting people tend to disobey the texts that are the most clear. Man, why they do that? No, no, if, like if you actually realize that, you know, like the texts that are the most emphatically clear, the text will mm. say, Do not do this. This is, and we debate about if we should do that. Mm. And I think this is this this is what kind of blows my mind. You see, honestly, I, if when you read the Bible, you realize that this is really the plan of the enemy from the beginning of time to bring ambiguity to very clear to what God has said. Clear things. Did God really say? Did God? Nah, did, did 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 he really? Did he really? Really? Say? Did he? No, he didn't mean it like that. You know what I mean? So I guess all of this is just kind of say that at the end of the day like I guess this is what kind of brought up the conversation right because yeah. we're talking about certain things like it's, if we're going to talk about orthodoxy we need to talk about history when we talk about history we need to go back in the past back. so if the church instituted something for thousands of years sorry I mean for hundreds of years right for two two millennials now 
to, to what? To millennials. Oh, I thought you said two million. I'm like, yo. No. Relax, You're tweaking, brother. brother. Relax. Relax. Pick a little breath. Pick a deep breath. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so why is it that us, we now become confused about text that go back in history, they were never confused about it. And the only answer is this. We bow down to culture. Wow. And that can be defined in so, so many, many ways. ways. Yeah. Guess what? What? The culture normalized gay marriage. Now, we read the Bible, we're not sure if homosexuality is a sin. Man. Guess what? The church, the, the culture believes in feminism. Mm. Somebody, go to the, the church. Somebody just locked that from GM Square. They said that's enough. <laughs> they said, why are you going there? <laughs> the culture goes in feminism. No, the, the, the culture becomes feminist. Uh, Us in the church, we're like, mm, mm. we're not sure if leadership is only reserved for male in the church anymore. Mm. It's questionable. It's pending. It's it, it's pending. <laughs> it's, it's pending, pending now. Pending balance. So my question: Why wasn't it pending five hundred years ago? Why why were it so clear on the text? Mm. <laughs> but us now, we're such great theologians mm. that now we can't even understand the most clear meaningful text you see honestly there, there's a scripture even in the book of acts and even though the leader that said that he might have said it in 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 a derogatory way even i i, I feel that there's a level of truth to it the bible says um that one of the leaders said to apostle paul that much learning has made you mad you know mm. what i mean and sometimes we learn so much so much things but we incorporate it into what is theology. You know what I mean? We want to incorporate, and it's good to have an understanding of different things, but when you try to incorporate philosophy, you try to incorporate um, psychology, you try to incorporate a lot of medical and medicinal practices into spirituality, it can veer off from what is the narrow path. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you try to rationalize a lot of things with human understanding, it will take you away from what is, as you mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, what is prescriptive, yeah. what is given for us to follow and to obey so that we will be healed, so that we yeah. will be saved, so that we can know what is the right thing for our lives, right? Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, it's like, it's getting things are from the beginning of the year, things are getting from bad to worse, to worse, or to worse this. I don't know. Because, like you mentioned, even some leaders, bro. You're, we're even talking about it. Leaders in church. It's not like they're doing it behind closed doors. They're incorporating and involving. And promoting. And promoting things for their church to bring as a part of their worship practice. Because you tell me. Tell you, me. You tell me. Tell you what, brother. Where they go from worshiping God mm. in the church mm. to singing songs about swag surfing hey. in the church. Swag what? Swag surfing. Hey. Bro, I used to do the dance Bro, too. Give us more details on that. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy event happened. Lord of mercy. Tell us, tell us about it. Listen, honestly, and, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's very sad. Because at the end of the day, when people, when, when we talk like this and we, we, a lot of people will say, you're not of the spiritual rank to correct certain things. But you are, right? Bro, 
pe- people will literally say, "Well, this guy's a pastor. This guy's a bishop. He he is a, a contextual man of God." Is it? But the question is, what did God say? Yeah, it's very simple. And it's 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 so it's, it's so funny. People, it's very simple. People always use that slogan, "Whatever God said." Until you actually open the text and yeah. show them whatever God said. And, when and now they start scratching their head. Start scratching their head. Super confused. Like, why? And for me, it's, it's for, there. For me, it just baffles me how. It's very baffling. A lot of us, we love to use cute slogan, even posting it on our like uh, bio saying, We love God. Oh, I love Jesus. I love but do you know what Jesus said about those who love him? They will what? Obey my commandment. Obedience. So if Jesus committed something, mm. I open the text mm. and I say, This is what the text says about yeah. what you're doing or about this that you're not doing. Mm. Now you turn against me and say, Well, like it doesn't really matter. <sighs> My friend, you don't love the Lord there, you love yourself. Man. Because it well, cannot be it that cannot. you put your feelings. Man. And your emotions and your experience and your tradition above what has been revealed hundreds of years before you were even born. Mm. You see, the, the thing is, there's certain things that people will say, and, and it's very troubling because it's very important to draw a line of orthodoxy. That's why we're having this season. Because you'll hear people say it's about... A, re- a relationship with God It's not about religion <laughs> And the Bible clearly outlines That there's things That are prescribed And shown to be true religion yeah. And a lot of the things That we are saying In this generation As religious practices These are ordinances And tenets Commended. of the faith yeah. That are necessary for our growth Yeah, They're not, they're not just cultural things That oh, you can just like If you choose to do it yeah even like people people like to claim that oh christianity is not a religion there is a truth to that but it's not completely true because the Mm. bible itself recognized religion religion true religion james 127 pure Pure religion religion. pure and on the file before god and the father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from what the The world world. (laughs) listen the verse literally (laughs) says Keeping yourself unspotted from the world is pure religion. Pure religion. But now, the average Christian... Man, oh man. You're going to tell them something that obviously is against God's word and mm. is of the world. And then they will say, well, you're being religious. Yeah. But the text actually says... You're being a Pharisee. That when you keep yourself unspotted from the world, you are actually being religion. A religious a true a true religious person so yes the bible does recognize mm. religion as a good thing mm. it's just how you define that and you, you see a lot of the things that we're seeing right now because unfortunately even that that pastor he's a well-known like worship leader in america right but a lot of the things Are you gonna say his name <laughs> listen people can do their own research people can do their own research man brother you gonna say with your chest yo and, and so what happened? What happened? Give 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 the listeners a little bit more context. Like, and, and it's not even about gossiping, but it's very important to, to understand these things, right? Because, and, and you know one thing I realized in the Bible, <laughs> the Apostle Paul, he was calling people by name. So, 
See, it's not. It's not even anything. It's 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 like that's crazy. It's so funny. The last thing he did on Earth before dying, you know, you know what Paul t- told Timothy before dying? When he said, done. "Beware, Beware of man. Alexander, the copper smith. The copper smith. He has done me much evil, man. For real. For this real. is literally a man on his deathbed, and the last thing he did, what's he say? Beware of this man by his name, Alexander the copper smith. He has done me much evil." May the Lord repay. <laughs> boss, yeah. boss. Nowadays, mm, I don't know. No, I, I don't have much opinion on this. Nah, the, 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 my it, it's very clear, and it's very apparent. But the thing is, a lot of these things we're gonna mention his name, but a week later you'll see another one. Uh, it's true. You'll see another one. <laughs> you'll see another one. So it's like even it is he's a worship leader. His name is Bishop William Murphy. And he wrote a song that's like well known called "Praise Is What I Do," and he wrote another one called "Let the Glory of the Well." He sang it, "Let the Glory of the Lord Rise Among Us." A lot of songs. So what what happened? What happened to his but church? He was saying a lot of people they come to church and they act holy, but then they go just paraphrasing, but they sing these songs which are like club songs about swag surfing. They sing these in the privacy of their home. So he was playing it at the the New Year's service. Which is wild to me. And the thing is, but there again, it's not even to condemn the private things because everybody goes through things privately. But even there's another well-known rapper, right? And her name is The Brats. And like in the in the early 2000s, she was popping and everything. Even I think in the 90s too. But like I came to know her like in the 2000s, and she was rapping. But she's a lesbian, and she had um. Child. Yeah, art through artificial semination or whatever pr- the process is, and he christened the the child, right? How do you and bless? The the thing is, children are a blessing, but we need to question the processes that people are going through to bring a a Christian quote unquote in. Bro, cool question. Quotes, cool question. Right? <laughs> when he bless the child. It was clearly known that this woman was in a homosexual relationship. She she promotes it, and, and she pulled up with her partner in his church. Correct. I saw the videos. <laughs> so why are you asking me if you? No, I know because <laughs> yes, like, you, no, like yes, I, yes, I, I want to know how deep this is. Yes, Joyce how as how yes. how in the world as a pastor you blessed a couple. That op- openly practice something clearly against the word of the Lord, because you see, this is the thing. As a, in as front a, of everybody, as it comes down to culture, and it comes down to narcissism, oftentimes a lot of people feel, even without thinking subconsciously, that we have more authority than the Bible. Yeah, that we have that's more exactly what, what I was saying. We have more authority than the God of the Bible, because yeah. if we bless something. It is blessed, even if it is not in of line Lord, with the yeah. word of God. Yeah, and that's a very dangerous thing to be in, to be in in error and heresy. And you feel that it, because it's me, I can get away with it because it's me. It's okay, right? And that's that's not how things are supposed to be. See, when we start redefining truth to fit our cultural beliefs Man. or our preconceived ideas Man. of what worship is Man. 
it brings you on a really dangerous slope spooky slope bro i even right recently like there's a comedian i used to listen to named cat williams and he like did an interview with shannon sharp which was like a ex-football player and now he has like a podcast everything mm. like that and he was speaking against a lot of different things that happens in hollywood and um media and a lot of different things that are like evil yeah. but because it's a whole system people don't speak out against it and you notice a lot of people when he mentioned people by name and even though they're comedians all of them are very serious they're attacking him in a sense or, or like coming out to refute a lot of things but they're not making jokes because they don't see it as a joke and what he said is he's not really coming at the people but as a winner you can't allow a loser to rewrite history Mm. And you know, there's there's a there's an aspect and a level of truth to 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 that because it's not just about winning and losing. Walking with the Lord and being a Christian isn't about necessarily being better than somebody else. It's not at all. It's not a competition. Definitely not. But it is important to understand that what God has prescribed will give us great success. What God has prescribed is it's the only way. It is. <laughs> like honestly it's the only way and that's the only way to win by walking in obedience to the lord even if it seems difficult but it's easier to lose mm. and that's just the mindset of life a lot of people they're so comfortable with losing they don't want to change they don't want to adjust so that they can have a life that would make them a winner or or, or, or sometimes saved or sometimes you know what i mean they do win so much mm. but they're in error so because they're winning they have this false delusion that their success is somehow a sign of God approval of what they're doing but my question there is is that really a win then that's the question right because see the time is is that the win basically we live in a time where people think success by numbers or by people in the world's approval somehow means something Mm. and because of that I genuinely believe that God gives them themselves to their own delusion. Grand delusion. So they believe the lie. Crazy. Even if you read Romans 1. Yeah. With with all the sins listed. It's clear that God gave themselves. Gave, gave them over. You know? <laughs> so, 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 so it's like if you take a body like. Man stuttering. It's so Seriously. crazy to me, fam. Yeah. It's so crazy. Bro, and, and this is the thing when we redefine what a win is or we redefine what salvation is or we redefine what christianity is or we redefine what it means to to walk with the bible and we make everything subjective we make everything gray then that is where there becomes confusion and anybody can say well i'm this i'm that i'm i know the bible says this but this is my interpretation of it that's not how it works because the fact the, the fact is at the end of the day since when someone is wrong we cannot all be right i'll keep saying this bro listen i'm willing to be right about mm. any topic mm. but if i'm if i sorry i'm willing to be right and i'm also willing to be wrong about mm. any topic yeah the fact is if i'm wrong then i'm in sin mm. and the opposite is also true if i'm right and i'm calling you out on what you're doing wrong and you're not repenting the fact is you're in sin mm. but we cannot both be right at the same time if we're both contrad- contradicting ourselves that's it someone has to be wrong if there is over 30,000 Christian denomination the fact is at least 29,000 of them is wrong 
Oh my gracious. <laughs> By definition. Oh my gracious. It sounds crazy, but that's just the fact. This man said at least 29,000. So that means the only one. Because if, Bro. think about it. If, and the fact is, everyone has some level of errors, right? Mm. But I think there's a difference between struggling in sin and trying to repent by the help of the Holy Spirit, knowing that, you know, like you're wrong. And by God's mm. grace, with time, you change. Yeah. There's a big difference between that and openly promoting error mm. as truth. Thinking that your error is something that is actually right with God. Those are two different things. And because of culture, culture supports our subjective views that may well be wrong. We think that it makes us somehow legit. Mm. All right. But when you think that way, God will give your own delusion. Go, go, go give to yourself your own delusion. Man, am I deluded out here? Polluted and deluded. And it's like, bro, when, people, when we read scripture, right? It's like... It's always what baffles me is the fact that the clearest test was the one that was most debated. Mm. The text will say, "Do not do this. This is not permitted. Mm. This is a commandment of the Lord." First Corinthians fourteen. The text will say this. That was for that church. That was for that church at that time, right? Even though Paul clearly says, "In the church is plural of God. Church is plural, plural, not singular." Which means every Choice church, the, every place, and every time. The English professor. No, it's because see, it, up. it baffles me when people try to use a text and try to claim this is something only particular to a local church. Mm. But the text Specific. literally says this is for all the churches plural. Mm. Or the text will say for the church of God. When when Paul used the term the church of God yeah. in scripture, it's clearly for any church, any place, any time. Any time. It, it transcends all of that. See, you know we, I mean? we don't even need to go into the actual topics. But the fact is, most people, they reason from a cultural perspective. Mm. And they will say, well, this was relevant for that culture. This is basically an insult to God saying, now I'm the boss. I'm the one who decides what this text means. Gotcha, so I can mocked. do whatever I want to do. Man, I'm God now. It's so crazy to me because crazy. For, for me, it's like, if you're going to start interpreting scripture like that, are we supposed to start doing that for all the texts that says like I was just about to say that you renew your mind you know like <laughs> you be sanctified do not conform to the world does that mean it was only for them at that place at, at that time bro pe- people are, are gonna try to confound as the bible says people will try to make good evil yeah and make evil good they will bring you into their temples and they will say that they're doing a good thing by criticizing and crucifying and, and coming against people who are, are speaking the truth but it gets to the point where we become so happy with entertainment and hearing songs that we let entertainers and puppeteers and as the bible says charlatans people who don't have a genuine heart or understanding be our leaders and the issue is like when, for instance, that thing that happened with that pastor that, that played that swag surfing in the church, right? Huh. It's honestly, oh, yo, it's it's it, it, it's all over like YouTube and even like some news. Man. For me, I see it as when the Bible clearly says, "Do not love the world and anything of the world," right? Because <laughs> if you have the word, the the love of the world in you, then the love of the Father is not in you. 
Mm. Right? That's literally what John says. That's what Version two fifteen. Two fifteen. So he's there. He's there. If you if you actually think about it, right? For me, I see it as this. Regardless of your stance of of secular music, of listening to secular music as a Christian, mm. when you start having a low view of sanctification and reverence, reverence to God, reverence. in your personal life, and even Where did in be? His house, reverence. in the church, in His house, Man. my friend, I feel like like you're just on a deadly slope. Because think about it, mm. it's not like you're even mm-hmm. at home playing that. This is supposed to be a church service, bro, where you're worshiping God. Where you're supposedly worship, and you play a song, about swag which surfing. lyrics are openly promoting promiscuity, swag surfing, and sinful behavior. Yo, I wish somebody would ever even think of doing something no, no, like bro, that at my church. I no, no, wish. For, for me, it's like, yo, bro, do that every anywhere you want. Yo, you in, could not get in away a with church, like that at church in right a now. church service. And Ew. as a pastor, after you come on entering and try to defend that, yeah, man. and then you want me to believe that you somehow love the Lord, you don't love the Lord. <laughs> like, I, I don't care how sincere you are. Your sincerity the, 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 doesn't make you legit. Listen, 2024, if somebody says they love you, but they disrespect you, they don't love you. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> yeah. Bro, because think about it. When you start reducing mm. the level of reverence you have for God, it's gonna lead you into doing things like that, and you will actually think you're doing something normal and right with God. Worser and worser, and you think you're winning people, and you think you're somehow winning people. How are you winning people if in your service you didn't even present the, presented the gospel once? Because after he tried to claim that 150 people were saved, the fact is there's no evidence whatsoever that he presented to the gospel to any of those people. The only time he made an, an altar call was for people to come and give money, so he seed of fifty-two dollars. So you call people to sow a seed. And we don't know how many people came to the front. Let even grant in 150. Let even grant that. My friend, are they saved by the seed that they're sowing? Oh my gosh. Or by joining your church? Oh my gosh. Or are they saved by the gospel of Christ that is the power of God into salvation as Paul says in Romans 1.16? Oh These are two God. different things. Because if all you did was to <laughs> make an altar call, we're laughing, but bro, this is this is the reality. There is absolutely any shred of evidence Man. that he presented the gospel to these people for them to be saved. because think about it. How did they get saved? How do you surfing? Bro, when by swag surfing, by swag, by swag, that's how they got saved. You're getting saved by swagging and surfing in church? That's so crazy, fam. That is so crazy. Man. That is so crazy. But you know, it's it's sad. Bro, we're so laughing sad. about it, but it's like, so bro, sad. this is the state of the church. Lord and have mercy. What baffles me is that people will actually go and defend that. By the way, do you know that being undiscerning is actually mm. one of the sins listed in Romans 1? Mm. Beside like homosexuality and, and, and some other sin? Being undiscerning is an actual sin. It sounds crazy, but you guys read Romans 1. My God. The last verse of, of of the chapter. Paul lists a series of sin there. You see, it's we're 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 wrapping up this episode, but it's crazy. I, I have to let you go off and talk your talk, bro. Because that's not even your talk. That's Bible right there. That's literally what the word of God says. And we're in a generation where people have become so desensitized to honorable behavior. Honorable people to honoring the lord to honoring the church 
to disrespecting and, and they and they don't feel a way about it because honestly you know even though i can laugh about how joyson is is discussing these things when you truly and sincerely love somebody and you see them getting disrespected you have a holy anger a righteous anger a righteous indignation the bible would say and when you see certain things happening it really just upsets me spiritually and like to a way where I, i get very disappointed very very disappointed and i don't even want to talk too much directly to the people that are doing it because i know that they have people that are talking to them but to those who are listening be sensitive be very sensitive of what you allow in your hearts what you meditate upon what you watch don't let culture change your view of the true and living god Joyson, talk your talk. I mean, finish up, wrap up the sermon. Wrap sure, right. up the sermon. No, it's right not now, a sermon. It's just I'm yo, thinking about it, and I'm just like, man, it, it's a conversation. And we're not for Lord. See, Come see, what, see what, what I found really sad, right, is that we're living in a day and age where you can't even have a honest conversation man. about something the Bible says to a fellow believer in Christ without fearing that they will like think that you're judging you're them judging or being rude. Me. Sometimes the Bible says don't judge. Sometimes sometime you come you come with love and you know like genuine positive intent. Mm. But just being up the conversation is so awkward. Mm. And I think the reason why is because I was literally listening to, to the sermon and I guess we'll, we'll talk about it later. The pastor was literally saying, when you reduce salvation to this idea of mere belief, uh, mere belief right without any regard to sanctification anytime you're going to bring up the word sanctification what does that word mean you become suddenly offensive because guess what anyone can be saved regardless of the level of sanctification even though the bible says clearly well what is sanctification because i know some people have never even heard that word honestly in this generation it's very rare to hear that word. What is what is sanctification? I'll keep it really simple. It's very the work simple. of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life to change them so that they resemble Christ in their life, in their behavior, and in their spiritual growth. Mm. That's an over that's a really broad definition, but that's kind of what it encompasses. When you're being sanctified, obviously you're gonna live in purity, right? That's the kind of basic level of sanctification. You're going to care about what you're listening about mm. because you cannot be sanctified in error. Jesus says very clearly, sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. I'll always go to that verse because it's there. He did not say sanctify them in their experiences, in their views. Sanctify them in your truth. Your what is your truth? Your word is your My truth is my truth. So it's like, so for me, it's like, think about it, bro. Like When you start reducing salvation to this mere belief without defining anything yeah. about what it implies after you believe yeah this is what it leads to because as long as anyone claims the name jesus and put it in on, on the instagram bio <laughs> it means that they're suddenly christian as long as anybody appears in the church service in a building that calls itself church it means that they're christian as long as anybody says that they love god it means that they're christian 
So guess what? As long as they believe without defining what they believe, how they go about that belief, then I guess they're safe. That's why a pastor can go on the pulpit and say, well, 150 people are safe without even presenting to them the gospel. Because guess what? They came to a church building and they joined their church. What so are, so what it means they must be Christian. What are people safe from if they're... Anyways, thank you for listening to JM Square. <laughs> <laughs> Too many questions. <laughs> Too many questions, bro. Too many questions. Oh, another another time. Part two, bro. Part two. We're in a part two. Fam. Part two is definitely loading. But thank you so much for tuning in to JM Squared. You know, the truth is so important. And we're going to stand for the truth. All of 2024. We, we, we bring on different guests and everything. But we're in the same season. Menace to orthodoxy. And we need to stand for the truth. So we hope that you've you've learned something. We hope that you're provoked to seek the truth for yourself. For Sometimes you need that that provocation to seek things out and to seek the truth. And we hope that you you'll stand for the truth and that you'll love the truth and that you'll know the truth because the you truth live by the truth. Yes, and live by the truth because the truth shall set you free. It will make you free. And sometimes freedom. You will lead you to offend people because people don't want to hear the truth. Well, that's that's life. Because it will cause you to be separated. Yeah. yeah. It, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Honestly, that's where I'm at in my life. Chris clearly said he came to bring division. The sword, fam. Like, sword. the sword. So, people say, yeah, in Christianity, just hug, hug everyone, love everybody, love hug God. And, <laughs> love Jesus and love people. XOXO. Without defining who Jesus is. Mm. <laughs> But yes, again, you can see that we can continue this for another another 40 minutes. But we'll keep it there. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it there. We'll let it simmer, right? Um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And we hope that we'll, we haven't ran you away. That you'll be, <laughs> you'll be you'll tuning into the next one. <laughs> to the next oh, episodes of GM Squared. You can catch all of our previous episodes of Menace to Orthodoxy. At spot on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts at J M S Q U A R E D, and we hope that you will share this episode with somebody who needs to hear the truth. And let us know in the comments. We have a question posed for you. Do you feel that the church has been heavily influenced by the culture? Let us know in the comments on Spotify. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your boy Mark and your boy Joyson. And on behalf of Moses and the rest of the JM Square team, we just want to say thank you for tuning in. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. You are now listening to Jam Square. Square. Square.